The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I apologize if I said anything I didn't mean. Genie bus. My girl. Back into the headlines again, these Lakers go. They must put Lakers through some sort of media camp where they teach them how to hijack the news. I wish I knew how to do it like them. I wish anybody cared about my random opinions as much as they care about Jeannie Buss and some one-off interview. From Jeannie Buss to LeBron to back to LeBron to back to Jeannie Buss, it's almost like they all coordinate together on a Zoom call. It's like, all right, you take August 30th, I'll take September 1st. No, 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 no. I've got an interview with SI coming out on Tuesday, October, uh, August 30th. You're going to have to have two, Monday, August 29th. All right, all right, all right. But you got to make sure this SI article doesn't dominate any more than local blogs. Cannot get on ESPN. My interview with... NBC, Sports, Los Angeles, that's got to be the first. It's like insane what's going on here. I'm just going to, and like Jeannie Buss is probably just like, oh, I'm just going to fuck it up. I'll just casually drop something insane, like, I don't know. I'll just say something crazy. What would be the craziest thing that I could say about last season? What would get, like, people really up in, up in arms? What would really drive the conversation? We had that one kid, Mike James, say Steph Curry was one-dimensional. What was it about that that got people so up in arms? I know. I know what I'll say. I've got it now. Russell Westbrook was the best Laker on the team last year. That's what I'll say. Yep, that's it. Russell Westbrook was the best player on the Lakers last year. Full stop. That's what happened, folks. She seriously decided to plant her flag in the Russell Westbrook camp. She must be feeling herself right now. She must be trying to get us enraged because this is what she said to The Athletic. All I can say is that, from my point of view, Westbrook was our best player last year. He played pretty much every single game. He showed up. He worked hard. Pause. Pause. Is this, is this the new era that the 
conservatives are talking about where everyone gets a trophy. Is this what they're talking about? Because that's how this feels right now. Everyone gets a gold star just for showing up and working hard. And we're just going to crown him the best because he did that the most consistently? Back to her quote. You know, I would have loved to see what this team would have looked like if they stayed healthy. It's really tough to win when Anthony Davis isn't on the court. Pause. Uh, someone should have told Jeannie that this is like Anthony Davis's M.O. from New Orleans. So, yeah, you should have known that. You got lucky when you won the title with Anthony Davis. Back to the quote. LeBron was also hurt a lot of the season, but Russ showed up every game and played hard every night. And, you know, I just really appreciate him for who he is and what he brings to the team. There's a lot there. Let's break it down. I've got questions. I don't think by any metric, if you're an unbiased human, you could ever say that Russell Westbrook not only was the best Laker, but I don't even think you could say he had a particularly good year. His slash line of 18 and a half, 7 and 7 is the worst stat line he has put up in the last 12 years. He shot 44% from the field overall. Overall, he shot less than 30% from 3. He shot 67% from the free throw line. The fr- it's free throws. Free. No one is guarding you. 67% from the free throw line when he shot 85% once from the charity stripe at one point. He had a 15 player efficiency rating and a defensive rating of 113.6. Real quick, 113.6 defensive efficiency, uh, defensive rating is terrible. Just gross. Yet... Cheney's point is that the best ability is availability. Her comments were so crazy, so outlandish, so puzzling that many news outlets were like, hey, just want some more clarification because we're about to write some things. Did you really mean that Russell Westbrook was the best Laker last year? And then she had to backpedal and say maybe the word I should have used was consistent he played 78 games last year you're right Jeannie he was the most consistent star player that you had making over 30 million dollars and that my dear is your biggest problem I get it I get it Russ was available he was he definitely Should have been more available coming off the bench. Let's be honest. In the fourth quarter, he should have probably been available to sit on that bench. Except for he he decided that was something he was not available to do. But when you dig into it, when I heard heard the, uh, the last part of her comments, I just really appreciate him for who he is and what he brought to the team. What's that sound like to you? That sounds like the end. That sounds like when you're in a relationship and your boyfriend or girlfriend is like, I just sent a little text. I just want you to know I really appreciate you. 
and I really value you as a boyfriend. Can we meet for dinner tonight at uh, Chateau uh, Vanilla at 7.30 p.m. in the middle table of the restaurant? She's like, yeah, okay. Sit down. Hey, what's up? What's this all about? First and foremost, (laughs) I just want to say I really value you. I think you're awesome. I think you're a great boyfriend or girlfriend. You do everything. You're probably, if I had to guess, if I had to make a ranking, I would probably consider you to be, I don't know, the best boyfriend I've ever had. Unfortunately, though, for me right now, at this point in my life, I just can't have a significant other. I have to do me. And it's probably best that I give you back your sweatshirt. It's in my trunk. And uh, the promise ring you gave me. And uh, maybe maybe we'll maybe, maybe make it a go another time. It just didn't work at the moment. It has nothing to do with you. That seems like what Jeannie Buss is doing to Russell Westbrook. Like, I love you, Russ. You are our best Laker last year. Unfortunately, though... We got to have you step away from the team for a while because we've traded for Patrick Beverly and you guys hate each other. So as much as we love you, we kind of got to see and explore this thing with Pat Bev too. And your history just makes it really tough for that to be good for the team. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention on the podcast, since the last time we've been here, they've traded for Patrick Beverly, right? So that shit's not going to work. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Also, speaking of LeBron, he made news again this week. One week after he and Bronny James decided to hijack the schedule release. It's like clockwork. He has assistants. It's like ping, ping. Good morning, sir, LeBron James. Just want to let you know, uh, today is the day you fuck up the airwaves again and hijack the NBA calendar. He has an assistant who must, like, scour the web. And it's like, okay, it's been four days since you were trending. We need you to trend again. We've got new things to, we've got new things to promote, new shows. We need a quote. We need something buzzy. Who can we get? Have we done anything recently with SI? You think they would do something with SI? What will we do? Oh, well, we did the brawny thing last week, so it's not really top of mind. He already signed the extension, so that's, that's done. Oh, oh, what about, I have an idea, Bronny, LeBron, and the youngest one, all on a cover of Sports Illustrated. No, who cares that they don't have, like, uh, any outfits planned? Like, let's just get them into a court, we'll take photos, we'll write some things. LeBron, he could be the next Tom Brady. Maybe LeBron will play till he's 50. Let's, let's go forward. What did he do? All right, so this is what LeBron says. This is the right time LeBron says he wants to play almost until he's 50 years old. I'm sure you know the reason why. He says this, quote, I like to throw things out into the airwaves. 
I'm not one to say what's going to happen for sure in the next two years. I am a visionary, but I'm also a guy. I love that about him. Just like a low-key, humble brag. I am a visionary, but I'm also a guy that lives in the moment. I'd definitely, though, be looking at who has first-round picks in 2024, 2025, things of that nature, 2026, 2027. Hold up. 2027? Like, the Bronny's like 17. That's the math isn't mathing. That type of stuff, he says. Braun, the visionary, with the eyes on the prize. And the prize? Well, we know it's not just Bronny James anymore, folks. We've known that for some time, so that wouldn't hijack shit. But also now, the kid with the goggles and the better footwork, Bryce James, the youngest boy, who at this point is 15 years old, oh yes, asking LeBron whether he'd like to see himself playing with Bryce, he expanded. Yeah, I feel like I could play for quite a while. So it's all up to the body. But more importantly... My mind. If my mind can stay sharp and I'm fresh and motivated, then the sky's not even the limit for me. I can go beyond that. LeBron James, I can just see it in the lower thirds. LeBron James thinks he can go above the sky with Bryce and Bronny James. No one takes care of their body better than LeBron James. But 50 years old? Oh, my God. Also, another tidbit LeBron dropped. Turns out, Bronny James wants to play college ball, too. So, the sweepstakes for who gets LeBron James by being completely extorted by LeBron James to draft and sign his son. Wait, no. Sons is now going deep into the timeline. If Bronny does want to go to college, I have one word, two words. Quack, quack. Just go to Oregon. I might become the Oregon Ducks beat reporter if that happens. He then finally was asked by SI whether he thought, this is where it gets very interesting about LeBron James, get a little insight into his mind. He was asked by Sports Illustrated whether he thought all of this chatter that he's been putting out, it's a fair question about him playing with Bronny might create unfair expectations for Bronny. And he was having none of that shit. He said, I don't give a shit what nobody says. Our quest and our journey is not predicated on what everybody has said. You're going to have five people that love you out of ten. There's going to be five people that hate you out of ten. That's just the way of the land, no matter what you do. You can be a guy who literally goes to work at Starbucks. There's going to be four or five customers that come in and hate the way that you made that chai tea latte. It's just how it works. And the faster you can realize that happens, the much better off you'll be because you're not going to respond or give it too much energy. I have a lot there, is there. He, you can tell has been trying to figure out an analogy that works, and he's still workshopping. Because the Starbucks barista chai tea latte furious customer argument, I'm not so sure that's working for me. Also, why the chai tea latte? 
Why not vanilla latte? Why not just chai tea latte? Is that what Savannah gets? Is he fucking up Savannah's order when he goes and picks her up Starbucks? And also, you make how much money a year? $40 million? What are you even doing thinking about Starbucks right now? You are too elevated for the Starbucks chai tea latte analogy. For me, secondarily, on top of that analogy that is not landing but deserves attention, the 50-50 split between human beings who meet you and either absolutely love you or absolutely hate you is terrifying. Because to me, that's like, if I don't say, I mean, I'm probably going to get canceled by LeBron James now because I've been making fun of him. I am now firmly in the camp that hates LeBron because I'm making fun of him because I'm not just filleting every move he makes and I'm just not in love with everything he does on and off the court. Sir, that's just false. If you meet 100 people, there's probably going to be like, I don't know, one that's like, oh my God, I absolutely love this person. They are awesome. We are going to be best friends for life. There's going to be probably 30 that like, oh yeah, I fuck with this kid. Good kid. Like him. We could be friends maybe. 50 are like, "Eh, I mean, just a person. 50 are indifferent to you. 15 are like, not really fuck with them, but I'm going about my day. And maybe three, maximum four, are like, I hate this person's guts. Like, maybe. The fact that you go 50-50 love-hate tells me so much about the psyche of LeBron James. And also probably why he tried to get Michelle Beadle fired. Because she said one bad thing and he was like, oh, this bitch hates me. Let's get her. Let's. She hates me. I hate her. Let's get her gone. That is absolutely wild. Say what you want about LeBron, but he is increasingly interesting the older that he gets and the more honest and wildly expressive he gets deeper into his career as he gets emboldened to say whatever is on his mind.